Y'all tickle me. That is all I am going to say. Oh my God. Tickle, 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 tickle. I just came off of a late vacation. So I'm I'm not sure if I'm relaxed yet because my daughter came with me, but it's okay. I Wait. came off a vacation. Late vacation. Where did you go? Ocean City, Maryland. Oh. And didn't tell nobody. Girl, just listen, when she oh. said yesterday that she was going to be driving till 4 30, I was like, well, where in the hell is she going? Were you what careful the out there? Like Ocean City was hot spot central. So were it you? Was. Oh, I didn't know that. But no, super careful. That's why you we know. didn't go That's there. why we didn't that's, go. That's why oh. we chose Chesapeake Beach. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh my God. <laughs> you know, I don't read. Well, nothing. you know what? Sit your ass in the house for two weeks just to be that's on right. the safe side. And Thanks. it'll be cool. All right. Yeah. I think we all right. So that's what's happening. <laughs> Wonderful. So, right. oh, but also our like parent association at the school, they normally pay for everybody to do or pay for the staff's breakfast at the beginning of the school year. And since we're all virtual, they couldn't do that. So they sent all of us, you know, like money via like PayPal or they mailed us a check and told us to have breakfast on them. So how much you got? Fifteen dollars. Oh, yeah, that's enough. Oh, I guess that's enough for breakfast. Okay, cool. So, girl, that's more than enough for breakfast. So, this morning after my walk, I took myself to where did I go? Starbucks. I was about but to say, good to eat in that Chick fil A. Like, you just bougie. What you? I, I thought about start, I thought about going to Chick fil A, but Starbucks is between my house and the park. <laughs> so, I had to go what was convenient. Con- okay, but gotcha. I- so, yes, but also last year at the end of the year, because they also do lunch for us, we couldn't do that because we were virtual. So do you know how much they sent us um, in the in the spring? How much? $50. For lunch? Yes. And we're like, basically like treat yourself. I would have went to Roof Chris. Look at God. Look I sure would have went to Roof Chris. $50? Yes. So we have. Of course, you'll go to Ruth Chris. Go. That's my spot. Right. That's our favorite place. That's my spot. Um, sorry. All right. And speaking of vacations, real quick, I do have to mention shout out to Paisley Park. I had the time of my life in Minneapolis last weekend. Nobody even knew you went. But shout nobody knew my, she went. Wait. Shout out to my employer for sending me out there on a supplier visit. I jumped in Lake Minnetonka. I partied at Paisley Park after dark. I was drunk. Everybody saw me. I was Apollonia last weekend. Everybody knew who I was. Oh, no. I was the ba- I was the baddest bitch in the room. Let me tell you, if Prince was still alive, I would have got that tap on the shoulder like Prince wants to meet you. Yes, I was the baddest bitch in the room. And oh. I got to go on a, a broadcast with his DJ and when I saw you post Yeah. So I didn't understand what was happening, but I did see the post. <laughs> Oh, why well, I, I missed it. 
Shout out to like, Prince. You didn't see me? Because I was like, why didn't you share? And she's like, you didn't see me? I was like, no. Girl. I did. I put it on Instagram and Facebook. But I, I can did. post the, the link. You can watch the, the after show. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Exciting. Yeah, right, so we, right. we got to go to Minneapolis, let's say April. Either yes, your, right, your, either your birthday or his birthday. So yeah, we gotta make that happen. Yes. Well, since we we wrapping up summer vacays and stuff, we are moving into what season, guys? Our favorite season. Favorite season of all time. Let me tell you something. We're the first sweats at boys. Where where are they? We are on the, the lookout, and I'm checking for prints. Yes, what I'm saying all the prints. All the so prints I guess in I the world. To come, so I guess I have to come out the house now if I want to see these prints because ain't nobody <laughs> going to my house with no prints. <laughs> nobody will. No, but, I, I mean, say, they might be on Instagram, you know. Some you know, I was about to say, some yeah. of them post their whole uniforms on social media. So, you know, you can still look. On, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm with you should. Coming at the house looking like a slut. But, if, but listen, if I also want to enjoy sweatpants season with potentially cuffing season don't I need to be outside the house so I can like see something in person I feel like cuffing season is canceled it's it's canceled due to COVID I don't think so it's not it's not and and I think some people got somebody but you know they just being Mm -mm. quiet about it but I I think it's okay Mm -mm. (laughs) I'm not dying for potential you're not gonna say that I'm not dying for like, hey, man, you speaking from experience? No, I'm talking about well, okay. Oh, me. Oh. I, I caught that. I caught that. <laughs> we're not gonna say what love triangle is happening on the show right now, but we're gonna let that go. Love triangle. Okay, you know what KB. What is that love triangle? It's, let me it's, sip it's, on this tea. <laughs> look, look, somebody caught their hand to the side. Right, let me sip on this goddamn food. <laughs> look, I got my tea too. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Tea, what is in that Starbucks cup? Because I don't trust it. Anyway, as I was saying, we're getting ready for this great sweatpants season, so we don't need no excuses. And we've kind of hinted around this, you know, audience, but we have some new merch to celebrate this season with. Girl, why my sister, I showed her, you know, a print of it. She's like, I'm yes. getting one. I said, yeah, you get one and have your husband wear his gray sweatpants. Like, sir, this applies to, it applies to singles. It applies to married folks. We yes, need to keep, keep it, you know, hot and cute. So guess what? We didn't have no real summer. Let's make this fall happen. Isn't it called bottom? Bottom. Yeah, Stodham. Instead of Autumn, it's Stodham. I like that. That's cute. Why do you know all these weird things? Wait, though? no, we need to put that on a shirt. I do pop culture. We you need know, to put that like on a shirt. Shoot, don't shirt? tell it because somebody going to try to beat us to it. Okay, we'll cut that out. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so, God. Our favorite rapper that's in the sunken place apparently got in trouble for walking on water. He ain't uh-huh. my favorite rapper. He been canceled. Yeah. He been canceled for at least ten years now. He ain't canceled, but he that long. I stopped. Ten? I stopped messing with him after eight oh eight and heartbreak. Like he started getting oh. really, really weird, and I was like, I can't follow. Sorry. Isn't that when Donda died? Ain't she been dead that long? Yeah, so 808 was a direct result of his mom dying. But then when he started coming out with my dark, twisted fantasy, all that, it was just like, I... But I still like some of those songs on Dark, Twisted Fantasy. Nope. I was listening to some of them today on my walk. Mm-mm. 
I so have he, the album, but I can't get into it. Like, so here's what I'm going to say about the walking on the water. So y'all have shown me this story. I said, well, you know, God is in all of us. But is he thinking he's Jesus? Because then there's only one Jesus. And I don't, I can't get down with that. So are, what what is the symbolism? Like, is he just saying that this is what Jesus did? Or does he really think Jesus, you know, he is Jesus? I don't understand. I'm just going to hope that he's not thinking he's baby Jesus. That, that's all I'm saying. That's it. I, truthfully, I think it's all a marketing ploy. But then also, too, I'm looking at Joel Osteen like, say, man, you listen really like you well, really going to cash in on it. Like you're a legit preacher. And I get you trying to pull in Kanye's audience, but don't associate yourself with that bullshit. Like John Gray. Come on now. He's not on the docket to talk about today. Well, right, but I'm I'm still just saying. I mean, <laughs> now I'm the docket. Like you, you are surrounded by bullshit. So I'm looking at you like, mm, I don't know about you. And I used to be a Joel Osteen fan, but I'm like, you know, the people that you associate with now. I, I can't um, get down with the Joel Osteens, the TV preachers. They just be too happy and shit. Like life ain't really like that. But anyway, so Jesus might think that he is Jesus in his head, but we know that that's not really the case. And we're going to pray on that one. Okay. Right. So, so as Kanye continues his foolery, we got one thing that's coming to an end. However, I think they're going to have spinoffs, y'all. I don't of think they're going to they leave are. it alone. They're not done. They oh, we gotta tell all, who, who are we talking about, guys? The Kardashians. So, I mean, the Kardashians been having guy-dang spinoffs. You had Chloe and Courtney take Miami. You had Kim and Courtney somewhere. You had Lamar and Chloe. Didn't Rob and Adrian have a spinoff? I don't Kylie know. I, I never watched any. I never watched any of it, but I don't think they're fully going away. I just think they're going to start like maybe a new venture or something. But it's been what twenty seasons now. Yes. Yeah, yes. it's time. It's All time because for it Kim be. had sex with Ray J with Willie Norwood Jr. But that is how you do it. I will have to you're say <laughs> no, no. You didn't say will, that's how you do no. it. I will have. If you're to not say, a black woman. I will have to say, what's the mama name? What's her name? Great Chris, point, L. Chris, thank you. Chris, yeah. If she took lemon and she made lemonade, because she made that into a billion dollar empire. So sure I mean all off the sex tape. All off the all off of Kim's back. So I mean, that you know, part. hey. And that's how you do it. For it. I guess Chris Jenner is a better momager than Sonya Norwood. Yeah. I mean, as far no, as marketing wait, and promoting, yeah, wait, yeah because like, what Sonya, are we talking about here? Yeah, Sonya was really on something, but then at the same time, I'm like, I do have a problem with you exploiting your daughter. Like, your the whole world saw your daughter having sex. So, how? Yeah, because that's what I'm going to say. How we how define do, success, right? How do you, that's when? Yeah, I, I don't know if I agree. Excel, with that completely. Excellent point. I have to shout that out to um, our producer off on the side. Yeah, Raycon. So don't get it twisted. Ray AJ is killing the game silently, killing it behind the scenes with his stuff. But he has a lot of business ventures that are very, very lucrative, but he don't have Kardashian money. Thank you. And that's the difference. Yeah. Doesn't mean that he can't get it. And guess what? All money ain't good money. That's a word, Jesus. Say it again, KB, for the people in the back. All money ain't good money. Yeah. And that sounds like some shit P. Valley will say, but go ahead. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we know in the past, like our grandparents, great grandparents, what have you, some people who were light enough would pass. Black people would pass mm-hmm. to try to have a better life, to escape racism and lynching in the South. Right. Please help me understand why, Lord, some non-Black people in this day and age would pretend to be Black, Afro-Latina, a person of color. Like, what, what benefit? So the only benefit I can halfway understand of a white person trying to act like they are Black would be that you know how you can get minority scholarships. Like, mm-hmm. was there any kind of like educational or grants that was involved in this situation? Because I think it's amazing too. Most people are trying to not be black or they do secretly want to be black, but they're not going to put it on paper. They'll just get all of the fixings. Like we were talking about the Kardashians. They want to get all the fixings to look like us. There's a lot of people who want to be black. They want our rhythm, but not our blues. Yes. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's, yeah. That's oh, what it is. for the people in the back, like Elle said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Because I mean, if you think about it, like, um, what's the the latest lady, La Bamba or whoever she is, Jessica Krug. Yeah, whoever. Yeah, it's a she's second from, one. Right, she's from Kansas, but she got this platform by pretending that she's Afro Latina. So had she just been her typical everyday Jewish self from Kansas, she would not have gotten that notoriety. She was a professor at what George Washington, she published books, like people were talking to her about her experience. And it was basically bullshit. Like she would read things or she would do research or whatever. And people were looking at her as though she was an authority, but basically she was stealing our culture. Like she was appropriating what she thought was black and Latino. And that's how she came to be prominent in like, you know, these circles, which is just so odd to me because I'm like, listen, people, everything comes to light. Eventually you are going to get caught. But the thing is, is that what's interesting about her is that she outed herself. Nobody else outed her. She came out and she was like, I'm canceling myself. So she could have still been keeping up this lie and nobody would have been none the wiser. But was this a story where someone had already started researching her and, and thought that, like, they wasn't going to out her? Is this the yeah. one? Oh, so, so, yeah. She, fell yeah, on they was, yeah. she just did okay. it beforehand to kind of beat them to the punch. But Correct. they was, because somebody was actually curious about if that was her lineage or whatever. And here's the thing about the Jew lady. I'm so surprised she didn't want to, like, clout on her Jewish background. Like, that's still something, right? I thought it was. I mean, that's the same woman, KB. So you're that's thinking about that's you're just thinking about the lady who was the NAACP president. No, there's name. a second lady that just yes, recently came out. The, not not the not the one that was the NAACP. No, Jessica Krug is Jewish. The one we're talking yes. about that taught at GW. Yeah, she's the same person. Oh. Yes. It's not two there's separate a, people. There's another person that came out. I thought here recently no. after no. after the GW person. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No. We'll, we'll we'll carry on. <laughs> <laughs> So I am writing, I don't know if I told you all this, but I'm taking a writing course this semester, mm-hmm. ironically enough, at GW. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm writing about 
the school to prison pipeline and its effect on minority children. Hmm. And just recently, I don't know if you all saw this story, but a seventh grade black boy in Colorado was arrested for having a toy gun. I did hear that. At his home during virtual school. So he had the gun out during art class. The article also mentioned that the little boy, maybe I shouldn't call him little boy, that the young man has ADHD. Mm. And I say that because he probably was bored right? or easily distracted. So he found something to occupy his time while he was in class. Right. The teacher, I can't, I don't know. The article does not mention the teacher, I guess like reprimanding him or whatever. But she did notify the assistant principal that he had a toy gun out during class. And she said it was a toy gun when she reported to the assistant principal. So to me, if I were the assistant principal, I would have picked up the phone, called the young man's parents and been like, hey, just to let you know, little Billy had a toy gun out during art class. Not okay. little Billy. <laughs> little Wait, Billy? You say? Little Billy. Okay, little Billy. Okay, go ahead. Little Tyrone. Billy, little Amir. Little, little Tyrone. Billy. I can't. So <laughs> your son had a gun, had a toy gun out during class. We just want to make sure that students are not distracted and that they're paying attention while the teacher is instructing. Right. So what can we do to make sure that he is not distracted in class? How can we support him? That is what the assistant principal should have done. Do y'all that's know not what happened, though. That is that's, not what happened. That's not what this happened. The assistant principal called the police and sent the police to the boy's house and then called the parents and said, oh, the police are on their way to your home to arrest your child. And they arrested him. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my God. They arrested him. And wow. this just goes into exactly what I'm writing about. Mm-hmm. Like, I got so fired up and I sent the article to my professor. I was like, this is why I'm doing this research. This is a prime example. This is absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. I think it is. I got and an article, article I need to send you to. Yeah, yeah, I got an article I need to send you to because it really affects the little boys, but little black girls too, I think, because we talked about this previously. As young as five, little black girls are no longer looked at yeah. as children. It's more of, you should know better. And I'm like, mm-hmm. she's yeah. five. You yeah. Know, it's an and issue. Her in handcuffs. Yeah. And I'm not sure if you guys saw this, and I think it goes along with those same lines. And it was a really good. Uh, documentary that's coming back on and we saw the preview of it and it was actually supported by the alumni chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated from another, it was like another Pennsylvania chapter. I don't want to say Pittsburgh. Yes. So that was the thing I sent you guys and it's called Push Out. So if you guys get a chance Watch that because they they focus on brown girls, like black and brown girls, black girls Mm -hmm. in particular with kind of that same essence of you know, how we're punished at higher rates. I don't think that yes. that same situation would have happened if it had been a little white boy. I'm just going to say no, that. It right? definitely would So have. listeners, if you can, go check out Push Out. The full one is coming on uh, really soon. So you can just look it up. But it was really good. I saw the preview. It was it was a really important... It even checked me. 
you know, having a daughter, and this is a conversation, you know, you all, we had a, on a group me as a sorority on our line, just how we treat our girls different from our boys mm-hmm. and the pressures that we put on them. Right. And I know I do that, right? Like I'm really hard on my daughter because I know what she's going to have to face out in the world. And it got to be a balance. It has right. to be a balance of still letting them be a kid. And like you say, with that child with ADHD, like that could have been handled so much differently. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I totally get it. But again, y'all go check out Push Out, you know, just look it up and check out the film. I think it was a great documentary that, you know, I'm excited to see the full one. But even just a portion, the preview I saw, like, man, I was just like, gosh, gosh, we're so treated so differently. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. But I I do want to say kudos to you, though, KB, because at least you are aware of it. Because a lot of times parents aren't aware of it. And Black people, we have so much like internal trauma from slavery that we just passed down. So kudos to you for at least trying to break those generational curses. Thank you. Thank yep. you. Yeah, but yeah, it touches on so many so things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even similar to what happened with this child in Colorado, a 13-year-old was shot by police in Salt Lake City. He has autism. Apparently, he was having a mental breakdown, according to his mother. Mm-hmm. And his mother called 911 to receive help managing him during this breakdown. So the police came, the police, or she called the police, the police came and they shot him. And now he's in the hospital. And this was a little white boy. Let's be clear, because we normally do stories on black people. Yes. I think this is one of those cases where, yes, the police do this to other people. It's not just black people, but I still say that this happens at a higher rate. Mm-hmm. It's still not right because they, they shows you that they don't know how to handle Kids and people with special issues. So this is when we talk about defund the police. Here's your example. Why wasn't another like a caseworker or a social worker called out to handle something like this so that they know how to de-escalate properly? I think they were talking about the training that police officers go through is really short. They're not really giving it. Any- it's not adequate. It's and not they, adequate. they also suck at doing like really <laughs> thorough background checks on, yeah. on these people before they bring them onto the force. So it it's a whole process that needs to happen when it comes to the police. It is. And this is not the first time this has happened when you've had someone called out that knows the situation. They go in knowing they knew this boy had autism. Okay. You remember the sister, this is probably maybe a year or two years ago, who had schizophrenia. She had been, they had, the police had been to her house numerous times because she has the episodes and it's not managed. She's probably not taking medication pretty much. And they killed that lady in her own house. I don't know if y'all remember that story. But the point I'm making is that, again, even when you know what you're going into, why do things like this happen? Why do you not call somebody else out? I'm done. And, I, and it's not right, even for I don't care what color you are. This is just a story to me about, you know, defunding the police so that you call out. And it's not about getting rid of the police. It's about knowing what situations to have who to come out to handle that situation. Agreed. Absolutely. So I do want to say, you know, we're talking about the, the police and things that are happening we can't forget what's happening from a social justice standpoint. I love what's happening at the U.S. Open. It's only been three people at this point that's been doing something, but hey, I'm okay with that. So 
Sloan Stevens, Naomi Osaka, and Francis Tiafoe. I might be saying his name wrong. I'm pretty sure I am. I heard he's from the DMV area. Did y'all know that? Mm. I did not. Yeah, he's from the DMV area. So I think he's from Maryland. Um, But yeah, so he's actually from the DMV area and he's at the U.S. Open. But they have all been wearing masks. Masks are mandatory at the U.S. Open. And the only reason I'm into the U.S. Open this year is because my daughter has started learning how to play tennis. Anyway. So they have been oh, all wearing, hey, I know, I, I know, listen, and, and listen, she lost some three pounds. I was quite happy about this. Anyway, sorry, that's another story. So, uh, you know, they've been wearing these Black Lives Matter masks. I have to give it up to Naomi Osaka in particular, because she's actually been wearing names of people who have actually been killed by the police and others. So she's been wearing Breonna Taylor masks. She's been wearing a different person at each match. Uh, most recently, Trayvon Martin and Trayvon Martin's family actually taped messages thanking her for what she's been doing. And she and they played it for her and she was so touched. And she said she doesn't know how they have the strength of what they're doing. And she just wants to be a vessel. I will have to give it up to those three for doing what they're doing. So y'all support them. Watch the U.S. Open. Tweet about them because they're taking a stance. On the other hand, Venus and Serena. Crickets, just like I got quiet. Next. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Okay, on a lighter note, what okay. have you been watching on TV <laughs> since this <laughs> fall is now Everything. coming into, into full effect? So I will, um, there's a couple of shows that I've been watching, but I have to say Lovecraft Country. Yes. Oh my God. This show is so refreshing. It is everything. So it incorporates Black history. It incorporates sci-fi, horror, like it's it's so many, it's like a pot of gumbo. Like it has all of these delicious ingredients and it's just like magnificent. And I also have to give a shout out to whoever is doing the makeup and the wardrobe on this show. Because when I say Journey Smollett looks fabulous. Journey is amazing. Every episode, like every episode and yes you are correct i just found out so about the music i just found out guess who's doing the music for the show who Raphael sadiq Raphael sadiq is doing the music oh i got to watch show. it i don't even watch the show but now that you said that Raphael sadiq is in charge of the music for the listen, show listen Raphael yes. is carving out a yes. new Healing like lane for himself is. right yes. like he's car- like listen yes. he's carving out a new lane like people are going to be like getting him cuz he doing his thing with Issa Rae he is yeah. doing his thing with yeah. Issa Rae. Oh, yeah. so I don't know nothing about Lovecraft not- Country. I just found out it is black people, so I will bring, watch. We're going to bring you up to speed, but it's one of those shows to where you could watch it one time and you're like, oh my God. But it's one of those shows that you have to go back and watch it because I guarantee you there are these little to. Easter eggs that you miss. Oh. So they've had Emmett Till on the show. They've had Gil Scott Heron. Um, James Baldwin. Yeah, so these are minor characters in the background of the show, but you have to really be paying attention to figure out who they are. Wait, I just found out it's on HBO. I don't have HBO anymore. I only signed up for it when the show. I was will on. give you my Xfinity login. Thank so you. We can make that happen. Appreciate yes, it. Because I, I went ahead and added on uh, Stars. I broke Stars? down because because Elle never gave me her information to watch it, so I can watch Power. Stars? 
Yes. Yes. I said something about it. Just like I gave you my Disney Plus. And I've been your lover for several I did years. Get Disney Plus. I, I did send you my Disney Plus. Did you not oh, use I it? I never used it. Who thought that is? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody in the room, raise your hand of who thought that is that she didn't use what I prop I gave her so she could watch Black is King. Hmm. Wait, you still well, haven't watched you know, it? I still haven't. I haven't watched it yet. I what are you doing? Sure. Actually, both of y'all gave me. So listen, you know what the issue is? How do I get to Disney Plus? Is it on my like fire stick? I don't know how to get it. We'll you don't know how to get we'll what? Later. Okay, right. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put that later. What's, what's the next show we watch? <laughs> so look, because we're talking about stars, <laughs> I oh, will. I didn't talk about Lovecraft Country. All right, get it in. Let's go. I thought you talked about Lovecraft. Okay, go. I mean, I only commented, but I will say I love it. It's also what we need to say is that the person who created it and brought it to TV is Misha Green. Yes. Who's amazing. J.J. Abrams and Jordan Peele are getting credit for it. And that's great. But a black woman brought mm-hmm. Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country to you people. So let's give her her roses now. Yeah. Additionally, the TV show is based on the book Lovecraft mm-hmm. Country. So when the TV show is over and my class is over, I plan to read the book. I already ordered it. So I'm going to just try to save it afterwards. Yeah, it's amazing. And there's another woman that does the music with Raphael Sadiq. I just don't know who she is. I can't remember her name. But as soon as I saw Raphael Sadiq, I was sold. But like episode four, the music was amazing. Like the music has been amazing throughout the whole series so far. But episode four, I just remember, remember when Christina was driving down to Letty's house and Bitch Better Have My Money what by Rihanna was playing. I heard I that and I was it. like... That was the greatest scene ever. I was like, the greatest. oh, is this what we know? Okay. But right. yes. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. If you are not watching the show, yeah. you need to binge watch it. Like seriously, like KB, I you're know you're not in the sci-fi and horror and all of that kind of stuff, but that show is like that. You don't need, you to, be, need to be watching this show seriously. And I'm oh. sorry. What was the name of the show? Because I blinked out after I found out it was sci-fi. Lovecraft Country. Anyway, moving oh. on. Since we're still talking about stars. Have y'all watched yeah. Power? Yeah. So let me just say, yeah. I, I actually said, I, you know, when they were talking about these spinoffs, I was like, I'm not watching that S. You know? Right. Same. I'm going to say that whoever is a marketing person, they knew how to put, you know, things on your feed and in your Instagram feed. So you, it made you start wanting to see what the show was about. I ended up signing up for it, y'all. It came on at nine o'clock the first night. Mm-hmm. I signed up at eight o'clock. I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do this. <laughs> <laughs> so I called Xfinity and added stars back onto my, you know, platform. Mm-hmm. And so I actually watched the show. Can I just say, mm-hmm. Barry J. Blige, I'm very impressed with her acting so far. You know, she hasn't been the greatest actress. Let's just be really. She's hit or miss. She's hit or miss. miss, But I've never seen a great. Never. I will say I actually appreciated her in this episode that I saw. I was like, oh, wait a minute. She's been kind of working on this. Mm -hmm. Maybe everybody won't agree with me, but I'm kind of, you know, I'm impressed with this particular performance. We have to see, you know, what happens later. Yeah, and then also shout out to what's his Woody McLean. Woody McLean, I was yeah. just about to Bam, you that. alum. He yes, went to play her you. son. So he plays he plays her son on the show. But I will have to say because I'm like y'all, I had no intention on watching it. Tariq pissed me off 
with the the original Sorry. power. Like I hated this little kid, but I think that they've done a really good job of trying to endear him back to the audience. And now I'm like, okay, I'll give it a chance because the way power ended, I was just like, Some somebody bullshit. needs to kill this kid. But now that, you know, I'm starting to see they're flushing the story out a little bit more because I feel like they were in a rush to end power and they just didn't do a good job. It was very sloppy. But now that they have this new series, they could take their time with really trying to expand the universe and explain why Tariq is doing some of what he's doing. But I will say that little boy got a lot on his plate. So I'm like, I don't know how he's going to pull all this out because he's dealing with a lot. And this was just the first episode. He's going to fail. Some Something is going to fail. He's not going to be able to be good at all of these things that are about to come at him. Yeah, I don't well, know what well talk is. about encouragement from L. Go. No, Listen, but I'm not here to encourage. I'm Because think about it. He's a 16-year-old freshman at a university. So, I mean, that in and of itself is a lot. So then you got to worry about getting your mama out of jail, making right. sure your family's straight taking on somebody else's course load. So it's it's just a lot. But in your own course load at that. Right. But then also, so you guys are gonna have to converse a little more about this because everybody is in love with P Valley and I have not watched it yet. I'm a I'm a new fan. I'm a new fan. I'm an old fan. Down in the valley where the girls get naked. One, two, Stupid. <laughs> so wait. So listen, because I had to sign up for stars to watch Power, Elle had been talking about this P Valley. I was like, you know what? Why not? I think I almost lost my job like this past week because <laughs> what? she got I had to up. call. I had to call Elle. It was like, I need to make decisions. I need, I have a meeting at 11 that I'm presenting and I need to watch this next episode. I don't know what to do. So here's what I'm going to say. I know. You was like, don't lose your job. So I will say I am a new fan. There's so much character building that was happening as you go. Like you start seeing the stories and they're written very well. And what was amazing was Uncle... Clifford. Clifford. So he is actually, you know, a part of the LGBTQ community in real life. But the guy, and I don't want to give this away, but the guy that Lil Murder. Lil Murder. Lil Murder. Lil Murder. He actually is heterosexual in real life. Is and he? Yes. Yes, he has a fiance, a woman fiance. Are you serious? Yes. I mm-hmm. looked him up because I was so curious to see like, is, you know, he's having to do these things and I'm not going to share those things because I want everybody to watch it. Like, is he gay too? And it was just amazing. So the acting also was just really good. And I wasn't even that interested in the main character. They're now starting to build her up, but it kind of took a long time. I felt like for her story to come yeah, out. I can't, I can't get into her right I'm, now. Like I don't think I'm still into her secret. I, yeah. Haley? Y'all like yeah, Haley? I don't, I'm not the main, yeah, it's too slow right She's, now. But they started, it don't get started until like episode seven, eight. For real, for real. That's too late. It is too that late. Hard. And the yeah, series about to go. Right, exactly. It's, it's about the end. So yeah. I'm on. I'm on. You know, the last episode, and I have a couple of minutes left. So I just want to say, great job to the P Valley writer. I didn't know that was a Sora who was doing all of. Let me tell you something. Mercedes, oh, Mercedes, Mercedes yes. in Mississippi. Yeah. Them girls is bad. Yes. And and she white chocolate, women. white girl. I just you know the, them three. 
them some bad girls on that pole, but Mercedes and, and Mississippi. Mercedes, yeah. yeah. You ain't playing so can with I them. Say, can I say they, along with our friend, the healer, make me want to get on a pole like every day? Like, I just want to shake it. Do that shit. I don't move. Do that shit. I think I'm going to go to the ER. I don't want to do that, but I do admire them. Do that shit. Matter of fact, I say you start an OnlyFans and make it do what it do. Now, you know that that other teacher that just... Wait, you know that other teacher that just lost her job because she had an OnlyFans account and had lost it? No, I don't know if that was real because I was trying to find an actual article and all I keep seeing are screenshots. I'm like, is that really real? Because y'all know I'm a detective. I be looking for shit. Mm. And I ain't see no article. Well, let's so let the like, listeners tell us. Well, mm. there you go. But yeah, no, it was an amazing, that's an amazing show. I'm glad you that's turned me on show. to it. Yeah. Yay. Wonderful. So one last thing, one last show. Did y'all watch I May Destroy You? I know children. Oh, oh my so God. So that was great. You already know yeah, I ain't watched nothing like that. No, that don't even sound like something no, I watch. KB. Serious. No, are they black it. people? Are they? Yeah, black? they're all black yes. people. It's black people. So it's, it's British, but they're yes, London. It's, yes, it's a black British millennial show. So it really talks about this is based on something that really happened to Michaela Coyle when she was um when she was making chewing gum. So the she actually, season. yeah, she actually got sexually assaulted. So that's where the idea for the show came from. But when I say this show is so deep because it talks about it blurs the line between consent and rape. And it does a very good job of making you think that, is this okay? Like when it comes to sex, because mm. people do things and it's like, did I consent to that? Or did I just go along with it? Is this something that I really wanted? So like watching all three of the main characters like navigate their lives and their sex lives it really blurs the lines and it really it really makes you sit down and think and want to have a conversation with people about is this appropriate or not it really walks that fine line so it's really really good if you have not watched it it was 12 episodes it's finished now binge watch it like you will not be able to turn away seriously what channel does it come on that determines if i can watch it or not it was on hbo, HBO. see here we go but you gonna watch Lovecraft Country? So thank you, you again. Lovecraft no excuses. You can watch. You can. Um, I'll wait till I story. get my sign in from Shug. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay, but what? I, but what I will say though is that for people who have been victims of sexual assault, it that some of the episodes could be a trigger for you. Yes. So just keep that in mind when it when and if you decide to watch. That yeah, and then also, KB, I know there are certain scenes that you're going to be like, I don't want to watch this because there were certain scenes that I was looking at and I was like, oh, oh my God. But seriously. Like, oh, just, I already know where it's going. This roll with it. No, because even some of them were, it was heterosexual sex and it was like, oh, so that's gross. disgusting. But I don't mean, you know, yeah. But seriously, like but was, just... Finish it. You have to finish it. If you start it, please finish it because it, that finale was just like. Because I was she wondering was how she was going to wrap that, that up. But right. yeah, yeah, Shug, you and I need to talk about that because yes. when I watched it, I finally watched it this week, and I was just like, "The fuck?" Yeah, 
that finale because i'm i'm even at the point of where it's like will there be a season two of this because it got rave reviews but the way that it ended is like i don't it really could it could be done but the way that she did it, it it was genius it was just like huh it really makes you think but yeah definitely check that out if you haven't already if she doesn't get any awards for that i would be like completely surprised Gotcha. So one of my favorite actresses is Regina King. And she's been around a long time from 227. Yes. She was in Poetic Justice. She had a little cameo in Boys in the Hood. And of course, her most recent show was Watchmen on HBO, which was amazing. amazing. So amazing. And this just goes to show for our Dope Gifted and Black segment how amazing and versatile Regina is as a star in Hollywood. So we know she's directed a few episodes of Insecure, one of our favorite shows. Mm-hmm. But she recently made history in Venice by having her movie that she directed, One Night in Miami, be selected for the film festival in Venice that was directed by an African-American woman. So yes. kudos to her and her movie. Shout out to One Night in Miami and to Regina. And I hope it wins all the awards at the Venice Film Festival. You better do it, little Brenda. Y'all remember Brenda with that mushroom haircut on 227? Yo. Yes, girl. <laughs> hey, B, did you not watch 227? Amen. <laughs> Okay, KB just not her. She can't relate. It's okay. It's fine. Right. Just say yes. I remember. I do oh. remember. I was saying yep, yep. Okay. Oh, we didn't hear you. I was about to say mm, we gonna have. To I think I was on. talking on mute, but that's another story. Okay. Baby, why mind. you keep hitting mute? Like you ain't been here before. I'm just saying I got some things going on in the background. Clearly, because <laughs> I'm like, why is she? I can't see her. Why is it dark? Oh, right. So listeners, make sure that you hit up our link to get your FNF merch for gray sweatpants season. Additionally, if you have not become a patron yet, be sure that you join our Patreon page so you can get our first episode where we talk about the versus battle between Monica and Brandy. And I am very excited or was very excited about this versus between Patty LaBelle and Gladys Knight. Patty. Patty got it. Patty. Patty got it. Yes. So yeah. thanks guys for joining us. This has been another episode of the Femnora Files. Don't forget to listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. Connect with us on social media at Femnora Files on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Femnora Files. Bye!